the Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. The goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenges us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that gets us thinking, gets us wondering, gets us connected to something more, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do a bit more because we've made some connections. Today, I have my good friend, Christine Schroeder, who is a life skill advisor and an intuitive medium. And we were talking earlier about Christine's making the choice to commit to this as a career. And one of the things I really love about Christine is how she can blend her work world experience and her intuitive knowledge and abilities to really help guide people in a very practical and a very supportive, uh, sometimes humorous, um, but it opens us up to explore new possibilities and to be making new connections. Welcome, Christine. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here and that you're also going to do a series with us next year. Yes, it's going to be all kinds of fun. Yeah. We'll be exploring relationships. We'll be exploring jobs. We'll be exploring all kinds of cool things. Yes. And today, I'm glad that you decided to join us because this is a perfect time of year to start thinking about next year, right. as well as musing about, you know, last year and what we want to know about the future. And a lot of times people come to you this time of year wanting to have predictions. Yes. And wanting um, wanting to know the path and what's going to happen in detail. But what I'd like to have us start exploring today is... Um, in wanting to know the future, how do we make that useful? How do we create this as a potential opportunity and not necessarily a genie in the bottle that gives you, you know, X, Y, Z, this is what's going to happen and then, you know, we have no free will. Right, right. The the written in stone version yeah. of, of the future. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you asked that because... Um, it is a heavy time of year for, for me in terms of people wanting to know what the 15-minute version of their next year is going to be. Snap it out. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just tell me where to go and what to do. And and I can do that, but it's much more useful to really see these things as potentials mm -hmm. and opportunities, not things that are written in stone, not you're fated to be you know, the, the next director. You have the opportunity to do these things. But if you choose to choose a different way to get to that same answer, that's fine. Um, I also think that um, how to utilize a, a reading that talks about the future is really to take note as you're going through your year about how these things make that connection for you. How you can um, take the opportunities to make change for yourself and bring in more of what you want. Some people get readings that are kind of shocking that will, you know, um, explain to them things that they may not want to face or may not want to look at. And instead of taking that and, you know, hunkering down and just being afraid and trying to avoid it, um, I always encourage people to reframe it for, well, what are you going to get out of it? What are you going to learn? What do you What do you think you want to know about that side of something that may be challenging? And a for instance would be if you're having relationship issues, and um, you know there's a potential for a divorce. Well, most people don't look at that favorably, but if you take that and say, okay, how can we make the best of that challenging situation? How can we make it okay for the kids? How can we make it okay for me? You know, not just the nitty-gritty of, gee, what are the finances going to be, but where do I want to go with this experience and try and utilize that information that I can give to get the best outcome moving forward. Um, One of the things that makes a difference to me in how you approach this is how you look at life as our lessons. Yes. And I've always found that lessons seem to keep coming up. It's like a circle and it yes. keeps coming up until I get it. And it's <laughs> yep. like it gets amplified yes. in the next circle. Yep. Um, yep. And that if I don't catch it at the early on and notice and go, that's a good lesson, yeah. somehow it'll be in my face yes. eventually. Yes. 
Yes. And I've, I've learned that over the years through my own life in being the world's greatest procrastinator. Um, I can avoid my lessons really well right up until they smack me upside the head. <laughs> and, and that's one way to go. Uh, it's not one I recommend. But I've also kind of, uh, through the years, recognized that there are five or six different pathways to learning our lessons as well. And neither, you know, neither, none of them are more correct than the other. Um, you can find love and relationships through marriage. You can find love and the relationships through service. You can find love and relationships through great friendships, great vocations. There is no one concrete way to, to experience great joy and love. Certain people have it in their mind that it has to be a certain way. And if it doesn't match that. Then they don't want anything image. to do with yeah. it. And that's what I want people to recognize, to learn to reframe, to try and avoid those concrete, tight images of what we think we need to know. Tall, dark, and handsome. Um, the great career. You know, I need to make this much money. Um, when and Some of that comes from media and just our family right. growing up. I mean, right. we, we sort of get locked into this is what we think we should be or think we should do. And if we're not matching that picture, somehow we're not good enough. Right. And our expectations of what that story is going to give us. Um, you know, look, I have make $250,000 a year and now I'm happy. Well, maybe $250,000 a year creates anxiety. Um, you know, or more much, bills more that bills. You, you still don't have any exactly, working capital. Exactly. You, you know, you've you, now got the house that actually wants you to make $400,000 a year, but you know, you've got the $250,000. And, and that's just it. I think keeping your, your expectations in line is part of it, but also, um, utilizing the information you get to, to really kind of expand on your potentials, your own potentials, your own opportunities for all the good stuff. You mentioned that you'd like to procrastinate, um, and and we've talked about how you can procrastinate away right. on an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Just I'll give you a for instance in that. Um, people often want relationships, but people don't often want to do the work that it takes to have a good relationship. They want it to just land on their doorstep, and somehow in our it's very romantic. It is. Yeah, it is, notion. and and it's. It's created a false sense of, of how life works, though, that romantic notion, because people feel that, well, it's so easy for them. Why, you know, why didn't I just find that person on my doorstep? Mm -hmm. And in reality, none of us do. We are open to the opportunity. We take the risk. We make the leap. But if you spend the next 20 years locked in your bedroom, you know, it's, and, uh, you know, you finally escape and you know the guy who catches you ends up being the guy of your dreams great uh -huh. but but that's not the reality you have to open yourself up to those experiences and so there's a there's a give and take to how this energy works if you want a really great loving relationship and you want it to be a marriage then you have to be mindful of who you are dating are, are they marriage material do they want to be married if you are with somebody who's, you know, um, going to date nine million women and never want to be in a relationship with any one of them, you're you're picking a hard partner, so, or a partner that's never going to be committed just to you, right? And and that's fine. But if you want the idealized white picket fence, mm -hmm. then you have to have someone who's in agreement with that, mm -hmm. and that takes some work to get to know, and that takes some effort, and and it's about you putting that effort into it. Um, you know, I often read people who also want the the lottery numbers, and I'm like, well, will you buy a ticket then? And will you remember where you put the ticket? And will you look at the ticket? Because I jokingly will buy tickets for myself, and I lose them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I should probably take my own advice. Um, so it's it's that kind of a thing where if you want to create luck, you actually have to put some work into that luck. And you have to recognize opportunity when it yes. comes along. It's not like it's a sign per se. But I, I remember one of the first few dates that I had with my husband, and we were out in the country. He goes, I'd really love to live out in the country someday. Uh -huh. And it was like, boing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I'd like to be out in the country, too. Yes, I've, I've hit on a kindred spirit. Yes. Um, yes. yes. Um, the other story that I want to share a little bit with is um, how when you get information, it can be kind of Obscure. Right. Um, I have a friend who uh, is very into dating now. 
and she will ask me, um, you know, who her next guy is or who, you know, what that person should look like and who they are and how am I going to get to the next stage of this. And we coined the phrase of ponytail man of one of the guys because she always wants to know what they look like. And and I explained to her that sometimes just because I will say it's a ponytail and they wear khakis, it can be uh, an emotive expression for me. Like a metaphor. Yes, it's a metaphor for a personality type or who they are. And and what was interesting about Ponytail Man is this. She ended up dating this guy that she had had an, uh, an experience with many, many years before, and they reconnected. And when she met him, he did not have a ponytail. He was very short hair, clean cut, did all these things. And she said, well, I don't understand. You know, which guy is this? I said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, he could be Ponytail Man. I don't know. And what happened is, is a few weeks later, she came running to me. Oh, my God, he is Ponytail Man. I just found out that for the last 20 years, he's worn a ponytail. And I said, I just connect, made the connection with Ponytail Man as well as because the gentleman that I keep seeing is a guy I worked with, and he has the exact same name as the guy that you're dating. <laughs> so it's those obscure things that, that we can connect the pieces to. It's, it sounds odd, but those are the things that we want to kind of learn from. I love how you can um, see the images and make the connections and be able to translate those images and connections for us. So you're listening to Connections Radio Show, and we've got Christine Schroeder. And to get more information from Christine, if you want a reading or if you want to talk with her about the potential of setting up a a program, her uh, her website is uh, christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. That's christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. Stay with us. We'll be back after a few about Christine and our future. Hi, I'm Noshina Hussein, and I'm from Reviving the Islamic Sisterhood for Empowerment. We are on a mission to amplify the voice and power of Muslim women by reclaiming stories told about us and training our sisters to become leaders in our communities. We imagine a future in which all Muslim women are connected, reflected, celebrated, and emboldened. A future that can only be realized when we see ourselves in positions of power. Our sisterhood is grounded in our faith, which inspires us to show up together and create change in our communities. Together, we rise. Genocide, lost language, rape, isolation, colonization, assault, disease and torture, school, lost family, abuse, relocation, lost custom, allotments, hate, reservation. Fear. History has taken its toll on our families. Our fathers and grandfathers, our mothers, our grandmothers, they didn't deserve to be raped and abused. I don't deserve to be raped and abused. Today I walk with pride. I'm reclaiming my body, my heritage, and traditional customs that value all living things. I'm learning healthy boundaries and I stand with Minnesota Indian women to end sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. St. Paul's Payne Avenue Historic Brunson's Pub has a special charm you feel instantly as you walk through the doors. Owners Tom and Molly encourage you to come to their cozy pub and celebrate the holidays with great food and drink. Brunson's Pub gives you a taste of history and inspires you to make a little history of your own. Tom's first job at 17 was a busser at a local Eastside restaurant. The attraction to hospitality was immediate. The energy, the community, the living history. He knew his future then. Not long after, Tom met Molly while both working at a St. Paul pub. It was love at first sight. With Tom's passion for locally owned restaurants and Molly's entrepreneurial drive, a partnership was forged and grew into a celebration of the art and history of the St. Paul pub through creating the Brunson's Pub. Bring your friends and family and enjoy good times together at Brunson's Pub. You can pick up a discounted gift card at brunsonspub.com and be sure to give a visit and a like to Brunson's Pub on Facebook. Tom and Molly look forward to seeing you. Joyful gospel, roof-raising rhythm and blues, fill the house as Park Square Theater presents Marie and Rosetta. November 23rd through December 30th. Godmother of rock and roll, Sister Rosetta Tharp was a huge influence on Elvis, Johnny Cash, Jimi Hendrix, and Ray Charles. This play with music begins as Rosetta and her young protege, Marie Knight, prepare for a tour that will establish them as a groundbreaking musical duo. Jamisia Bennett as Rosetta, with Rajune Couture-Brown as Marie. This is a song fest you won't want to miss, including This Train, Were You There, Rock Me, Sit Down, Didn't It Rain, Call My Name in Prayer, Tall Skinny Papa, Four or Five Times, 
I Look Down the Line, Amazing Grace and Peace in the Valley. Previews start Thanksgiving weekend and November 30th is opening night. More at parksquaretheater.org. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And today we are talking with Christine Schroeder. She is a, a marvelous intuitive medium, a counselor, a life advisor, and fun to be around. She's got a great sense of humor. One of the things that I really enjoy about Christine is she's able to talk about things that you might be a little scared to ask about, might be a little uncomfortable and... You know, we've talked about you making the decision to becoming a psychic and you had your own reservations about how to put yourself out there Yeah, um, yeah. because it's not something that's got a career path that, you know, a lot of (laughs) folks know about. You know, uh, how do you judge what you need to do? Yeah. Tell your parents, hi, I want to go be a psychic today. (laughs) Oh, great. But what you do is, is very special in that it's like you get images that resonate with folks and you can help them with their own life lesson journey. Right, right. And isn't it, it's like a good friend being able to share something that she cares about. You you always give the sense of really caring about who you're talking with. Well, it it generates that. And, and I love my work. I love what I do. I love um, bringing people at least some opportunity to see something. They take it and run with it or they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just kind of, it's always been me. It's something that I was born with. So I, I took it and ran with it. Um, and thankfully, people enjoy it and it resonates for them. And and I do hope that people take it and, and get something good out of it. Um, I don't own it. <laughs> it's up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it's kind of a joyous life work. And to learn more about Christine, if you want to go online, you can go to christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. In this segment, we talked about the idea of how to apply um, some of your readings to help folks uh, understand how to take it all in. Sometimes I think people can get overwhelmed and not know exactly how to apply it or they overthink it and they get into yes. the granular specifics so that if it doesn't match the granular specifics, then right. You, right. Don't, you don't know what to do with it. Right. And and this help us understand how you can help people not only hear but actually make some application. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna share a story um, of a reading that I did recently with a gentleman who um, he was in a career that he didn't like. It was a very, he's still in this career that he, he doesn't like, but he wants to stick with it for a period of time. And he said, you know, are there opportunities? Do you read my future? Can you tell me what, what's coming up next for me? And, and I said, well, what do you do now? And he said a specific career. And it was kind of a stodgy, kind of a, you know, intense career, but certainly not what I tell, told him he was going to do next. And he said, well, what do you see? And I said, you know, do you ever want to be a brewmeister? Do you ever want to, you know, have a brew pub? Or And he said, wow, it's strange that you say that. I, I have. I've always wanted to do that. I, I did that in college. I made my own beer. And I said, well, for whatever reason, I said, there's an opportunity for you to do that. And he said, nah, you know, I, I can't see that. You need money. And I said, well, to me... What I'm seeing here is this is more of a collective. This is groups of people that are coming together to do this where it's not just you. You can probably get funding. There will be pieces, I said. But I said, it's funny. In what you're doing today, I said, is there any opportunity for the company that you're working for to either be bought out or merged or something? I said, because it feels like there's a financial boom to you that happens that kind of also feeds into this next life career. And he said, well, now that you say that, yes, um, we have the potential to do that. And if that did happen, I would have lots of money. And I said, well, there you go. This is what it feels like to me is the potential. And I said, it probably, you know, will take some finagling and you to start looking at it now to see if you really want to do it. I said, you don't have to do this, but if you choose to do it and choose to throw some energy at it now, by the time all of the the components come together, you will have have already made it. 
if you procrastinate it away, granted, you won't do this. You'll do something else. You'll learn how to be an entrepreneur in another way, or you will learn how to collaborate with people in different ways that don't involve beer. But, you know, the lesson will still be the same, but this is something that is part of you that you enjoy. And so I'd take it and run with it. And and it kind of inspired him in a way to recognize that it's not, oh, you only have this one path, but it's an opportunity to do something that you enjoy that you can take and, and have some energy with, that our futures are not rock solid. You also bring up when you do these readings, you know, the potential of change. And humans are just not known for like jumping up and down and excited about <laughs> doing change. So it seems to me that part of what you do is help people get at ease with exploring what change can mean and how to be more comfortable yeah. with allowing change in your life. Yeah. Um, for the majority of people, change is a fear-based mechanism. We always look to the negative first. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. What's that mean? And for some people, it means that, guess what? You've got a huge inheritance and you don't have to work anymore. Oh, I didn't think about that. You know, Or um, in some ways, change of, of status, change of Even life. Even positive change can be exactly, scary. Exactly, exactly. You're going to be moving to the, the place that you've always dreamt of. Oh, that's wonderful. But I'm going to lose connection with my family. I'm going to lose these things, my friends. It's going to be all different. Yes, that is growth. Those are changes that you want to incorporate. Um, but you want to try and reframe these things in such a way that you understand that, yep, there may be challenge here, but that becomes the grit that creates the pearl, not the thing that stops you from doing it. Although you can certainly procrastinate away an opportunity, as I've as we talked about before. Um, I think the other piece to this that I want to to talk about is not futzing with things. I think people get, like we were talking about before, very rock hard in terms of what something needs to look like. And when they're given information, you know, it, it, is it tall, dark, and handsome? Are they, you know, um, French-Canadian? And I only <laughs> date French-Canadians. And you're like, well, okay, you're, you're making the pool kind of tight there. But we'll and Minnesota probably bigger than most, but it's, still, yeah, it's, it's still a tighter pool. Um, and, and in ways of, of recognizing that, sure, you may get bits of what you want, but the universe may know more than you do. Right. And to kind of just trust that process. I think it's important. You had mentioned earlier to me that, you know, we can procrastinate away opportunities, but also um, it's not going to come until you're ready as well. Right. That, you know, that yes. You People want it force, yesterday. You can't force an opportunity. It right. comes when it's supposed to come. Right. And here's how that works. Um I have a friend who probably hates me now because I talk about her a lot on the radio, who um, wanted a new relationship. She didn't want to like go to the old relationship, but she wanted the new relate. Why can't I just? Why can't that person just come in the middle? Well, you have to experience what it's like to let go before the new relationship comes, and she found that so frustrating. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but that's part of the trusting yourself, and that you will know that the good things will be there. And so she kept saying, but why can't, why can't? It doesn't matter. The universe says, well, you know, we're going to do it the way we're going to do it, and you get you can sit and stew, or you can go with the flow. And once she learned to go with the flow, things happened much quicker than she thought. Closure's hard. Oh, yes. But I think the universe really appreciates when we go through that process. Yes, I agree. When you can close and then be open to the next. So in being open to our next segment, I want you to all to stay tuned. We'll open it up for calls. Uh, and if you want to, during the commercial break, also check out Christine's website. You can go to Christine. Uh, would you give that to me? Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. ChristineIntuitiveMedium.wordpress.com. Thank you. All right. I started going cold turkey. Well, at least when I'm in the car. I know I shouldn't do it, but it's so hard to stop. That's why I hide it from myself, so I won't be tempted. I used to do it all the time. I stopped by locking it in my glove compartment. My friend used to do it way too much. Now I turn it off when we're in the car. My solution is simple. I just don't do it. There are lots of ways to stop yourself and others from texting and driving. How will you stop? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion 
are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The pain Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the east side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Greetings. My name is Michael Dardis. I'm excited about my new novel, a historical fiction titled The Dark Side of the Sun. The novel follows six families over 40 years with their struggle for survival and freedom. This is about the relationship of ordinary people living through hard times and two wars. They make difficult decisions to maintain their love and honor to each other and to their country. Wrapped in this struggle is a real mystery that could have changed the course of World War II. The Dark Side of the Sun has received five-star reviews on Amazon and Goodreads. Read the details on the actual history behind the book and follow my book signings and other appearances at michaeldartis.com. The Dark Side of the Sun will make a wonderful gift for any reader on your holiday shopping list. You can purchase my novel at michaeldartis.com. That's michaeldartis.com. Building a new home or remodeling a treasured older home can be one of the most exciting and rewarding endeavors of a lifetime. The key to success is to have your priorities and expectations decided up front and that your building partners all share your goals and vision. Steve Northway, founder of Construction Advocates, takes the mystery out of the process of building or remodeling and helps ensure a rewarding process for all involved. For more information or to set up an interview with Steve, go to constructionadvocates.com. That's constructionadvocates.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today there's flurries before noon with a high near 15. Tonight is partly cloudy with a low around 20. Tomorrow will be partly sunny with a high near 32. Monday cloudy with a high near 29. And New Year's Day mostly cloudy with a high near 4. A great way to support both AM 950 and local businesses is to visit one of our advertisers. From Seward Co-op, Electric Fetus, Common Good Books, and more, see a full list of advertisers at am950radio.com. Radio Show. I'm Laurie Pitts, your host, and Christine Schroeder, who is a life skill advisor and intuitive medium, is with us today to have us take a look at our year ahead, make some connections, thinking about our past, our present, and our future. And this time of year is especially important, I think, for us to to be looking at uh, our our potential, our possibilities. Why is it so important, do you think, Christine? Um, For me, what I see is the winter solstice. There's a lot of history and a lot of um, spiritual connection to making the crops grow again. Light starts to come. So culturally, we have kind of held on to that as a hopeful time. Um, we're rebuilding. We can make changes. Good. The gods like us again. They're bringing more light. That means we might have crops. Can we? Will the food hold out? Yay! It looks good. Everybody's kind of reconnect. Re- There's potatoes. We've got. Potatoes. Yes, exactly. We've got <laughs> potatoes. Um, and hopes and dreams for the future become intense. Um, we were talking a little earlier about fire. And how there's so many um, festivals that involve fire and the rebirth and how fire is such a huge potential for us as human beings to move forward, to cook our food, to have a better life. It transforms. I mean, the food is transformed by fire. Yes. I think it often seems to be related to spirit, too, the fire in your soul, the fire in your belly. There's something about... What's that spark? Right, that... and the people on the funeral pyres, that yes. was the way in which, you know, the Vikings used, got sent out into the netherworld. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to light the boat on fire. And I think that those are all pieces of this. And it gets us thinking about what the opportunities are for the new year, how we can change ourselves, even if it is scary. And sitting alone in a, in a yurt 
you know, with the last piece of goat that's been dried, you, it was scary times. So having that potential for something positive um, is kind of part of our human nature for fresh starts. Even the prairie, you know, you think back, once upon a time, they would do the prairie fires in order to renew for the new life. Right, right. And and there are certain species that need fire to, to even exist. Certain trees need that fire to crack the seed. But I think sometimes when we have fires come into our life, it's so intense. Yes. It, it, it can it literally burns our soul, you know. It's right. That we can't see that it's opening us up for a possibility. Right, and and it's it can transform us in ways that aren't always positive. And I think that that's the other piece of of what we learn and how we deal with future information is a choice. And I think that that's something that we have to own and how to um, frame those things in ways that that get us something good. Well, what can we learn during this time of year for um, positive and healthy ways of approaching it? Um, I tend to talk about it as reframing. I tend to to think about it as, yep, you've – and that does not mean that if something sad or difficult or challenging happens to you that you ignore the pain of it or that you don't deal with the, the tough times – in the sense of feeling it and getting angry or sad or whatever. But once you've gone through that process, looking at it and saying, okay, where do I start from here? Where do I move forward? Where do I go? So what if are... this is a fresh start, what does that fresh start? What could that look like for me? Right. What could it look like for me? And what do I want to get out of it? Um, you know, this is, to me, it's all a big schoolhouse. So what do I want to learn that makes me not necessarily a better person, but more of what I want, more of what I need, what I think I need. Or hungry or for the the lesson that it is. I mean, yes. sometimes the lesson seems like so right in front of you and then other times seems so distant. What, what, what does this exactly, all mean? What exactly, exactly. What's this purpose for yeah. me? Yeah. And I think sometimes we get so focused on on the goal and, and we miss the opportunity for joy. And I think that's sometimes why we have the big boulder to the forehead is we are so in that trough of just staying in that path of making that goal happen, that we miss the opportunity to have some fun. And sometimes it's a way to say, you know, this is this is about life too. There's joy to be had. There's things to experience that that you may not even be aware of. And there's an honoring you've mentioned before about honoring our ancestors, honoring those who've gone before us that yeah. can help kind of give us some pause to, yep. to think about what yep. what they can still offer us in yeah. terms of lessons and, yeah. and what they brought to our lives. And that's what I love about this time of year, too, because during the holidays and during, you know, these tough times, we, we often think back to the people that we've lost that, that are have gone beyond. And, and we can lament it. But what I find in my work is that those are the people that we need to call on. Because they've had that experience. They know what they know now, and they can guide us, and, and they can give us good information about how to move forward in life and what to do with it. And other cultures seem to do that better sometimes, I think, than us. We, 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 once someone's gone, it's like you're supposed to... Just move forward. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. You know, get, get away exactly. from the pain. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, okay, I guess, but, but pain is part of life, and how to learn to move through those things is, is part of it. But also... There's a joy to that transformation. The people that I speak to that have crossed over are usually pretty damn happy to be dead, believe it or not. And so, and they have a sense that they were ready, and this yeah. was it. Yeah. Or even if they're not, that that they're that's it's a new thing. It's it's a the ultimate transformation, but it also starts that wheel turning again, in terms of building on new things now and stuff we've learned and what what we wanted to know and what we can share and how we can best benefit our families and friends. You've also talked about gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, that is a big, big thing in the world that we don't do well. Um, we push kind of like we push past the pain. We also push past the joy. Um, really being able to, I had a tough week. I had a tough week and I had a car accident. And what was nice was that I was staying at a friend's house and she happened to have a massage chair and a jetted tub and Epsom salts. And Granted, I didn't enjoy the fact that I had a car accident, but man, I was happy about what she had at her house that I could utilize to make myself feel better. I could relax. She has a beautiful puppy that I got to spend time with. 
So for me, it was the best scenario that could have happened for that situation. And I was so appreciative. And when you feel grateful, that's an access point to joy. Yes. And it made me happy. And people thought I was nuts. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I, you know, if, if you're going to have the accident, this is the best place to have the accident right now. So it really ended up being a good thing. And I think recognizing that and putting that into our year-end review and our new year review is really important because there will be always opportunities to make the best of challenging situations. And to how to include that into our daily life in, in helping us move forward. Right. And I think um, strategizing those things, you know, making plans, making ritual, um, being mindful of those things because the hustle and bustle of daily life can run us over. There was a quote that we talked about before the show. Yes. Um, it often takes painful situations in life for us to become aware again of the abundance and magical opportunity life provides us. Many times we wait until something dramatic happens before we tune into the beauty and magical experiences of life on earth. We hide from the rain instead of feeling deliciousness of letting her touch our bare skin. We tend to work too hard or focus too intensely on personal growth that it becomes an obsession. And we dig ourselves so deep into the things we think we need to do that we forget to enjoy this very moment. We forget that each moment we have on earth is an absolute gift waiting for us to be seen and fully heard. We wear ourselves out while we search for love, wealth, acceptance, and by holding on to the past or fears, all things that can be healed and released if we give ourselves this opportunity and commit to it. Why do we wait to fully live and enjoy life? Why do we sabotage ourselves and get in our own way? Is it true that we have to wait until everything is perfect or can fulfillment be found in each moment? And that's Tara Isis Garris that, that shared that. That is lovely. And it so embodies what my belief system is and and how we can really move forward in the new year with, with a, a reframing a way to look at things differently. So, Well, if folks uh, want to call in, we have a few minutes right now, but we'll also have time in the fourth segment. The number is 952-946-6205. I'm going to give that number again, 952-946-6205. Now, we've talked about uh, joy, the component of joy, and the choices that we make. You've also shared about how much we want to carry. Right. Tell me about that. Right. Um, the anxiety component. Yeah. Um, often we, we heavily weight ourselves with anxieties and the what ifs and, and all of those things. And anxiety, I think, is a real issue in our society right now. Um, I think we have potentials that we try to live up to that aren't realistic. And I think trying to um, learn how to measure that and walk away from that can be very challenging. I think in terms of just taking the step back and being more mindful of there will be a fresh opportunity, there will be a new year, um, there are things that we can do that will make that seem less in, in the future, um, but it takes effort, it takes time, it takes a plan. And that's also what I offer in terms of strategy readings is how to navigate um, the choices that we make to make things seem less intense in the moment. And it's about slowing it down. It's about recognizing that we do have choice. Um, and that's not to say that you can say, okay, well, I'm not going to pay the bills this year, you know, or... or you have to still be in reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still have to be an adult. Yeah. Um, or, or at least potentially an adult. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to have it be an all or nothing way of thinking, as we talked about earlier. Um, and you can also use the anxiety, which I think is really important, as an indicator of how to make your goals. Right. Because if you've gotten to that point of anxiety, it's sort of like you need to make a decision. You know, can, right. Can you continue to live at this level of anxiety? Right. Yes. And it's sort of the universe going, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, I, is this too tough? Yeah. Well, I, maybe there's another path. Yeah. I have an example from my own life. Um, I spent many years working at real jobs. And the last job I had before 
I took the leap of faith to do what I did, um, I can remember the day I sat there and thought, you know, I'm either going to die or I'm going to kill someone, so I need to make a change here. <laughs> neither option sounded no, good. <laughs> no, it didn't. Neither one sounded like it was going to be fun. And instead of running over someone in the parking lot to get out, I decided to kind of take a bet on myself. And I had been positively supported by friends and family in doing this little bits, you know, kind of along the lines. And I thought, you know, I'm the only one standing in my way right now. And I've got to take that leap of faith. And the anxiety of trying to figure it out and and what am I going to do and how am I going to make it work best is better than the anxiety of staying in a situation that I know is dead, dying, and making my life worse. So I made that leap. And what I like is that sometimes we shame ourselves if we feel anxious. Yes. And we feel like we're you know doing something wrong if we're anxious. Yeah. Instead of, here's a clue. If I'm feeling anxious, what can I learn? What right. are my goals needing to be rethought about? Instead of feeling bad about, oh, I, I can't sleep or I can't do this because I'm feeling anxious. Ang- it's okay. Yes. Yeah. It's Universe a good is, informer. U- Universe is nudging us. Yep. And I got a nudge because we're going to be going to the next segment after a few short commercials. Stay with us and our conversation with Christine Schroeder. Building a new home or remodeling a treasured older home can be one of the most exciting and rewarding endeavors of a lifetime. The key to success is to have your priorities and expectations decided up front and that your building partners all share your goals and vision. Steve Northway, founder of Construction Advocates, takes the mystery out of the process of building or remodeling and helps ensure a rewarding process for all involved. For more information or to set up an interview with Steve, go to constructionadvocates.com. That's constructionadvocates.com. Hi, I'm Noshina Hussein, and I'm from Reviving the Islamic Sisterhood for Empowerment. We are on a mission to amplify the voice and power of Muslim women by reclaiming stories told about us and training our sisters to become leaders in our communities. We imagine a future in which all Muslim women are connected, reflected, celebrated, and emboldened. A future that can only be realized when we see ourselves in positions of power. Our sisterhood is grounded in our faith, which inspires us to show up together and create change in our communities. Together, we rise. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Why must the world be so cold? They've gone against what was told. Thinking rape is cool, think about it. They think it's not wrong, violence against women, the rape, the abuse, the emotional, physical. They all hold the hate, think about it. Is it right or wrong? What attracts you? I'm not saying no names, but you laugh. Talk about it like nothing is wrong, think about it. They all hold the hate, gotta stop the violence. Stop the hate, think about it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hi, I'm Rose McGee, founder of Sweet Potato Comfort Pies. I invite you to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s 90th birthday and our Sweet Potato Comfort Pies' fifth annual holiday of service. We'll experience the deep roots of African-American culture and its time-tested practice for fostering healing and constructive action. In the South, where Dr. King led his groundbreaking work for civil rights, Sweet Potato Pie has always been the sacred dessert of black culture. On Saturday, January 19th at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, volunteers will bake 90 pies in honor of Dr. King. Then on Sunday, January 20th at Brookview Community Center in Golden Valley, community members will share their own stories to promote racial solidarity and healing and together will determine who to recognize with a pie for comfort or courage. So to bake, register or donate, please email us at sweetpotatocomfortpies at gmail.com. Together, we'll keep our eyes on the pies. Good morning. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas and all the connections. And today we have Christine Schroeder, who is a life skill advisor and an intuitive medium. She's been talking to us about the new year and the opportunity to set goals and look to the future and 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 perhaps create a plan that allows us to be both grateful uh, as well as understand when anxiety comes up, it could be a good prod for us to look at change. 
So welcome. Welcome, Christine. Yes, thank you. So you were talking about how your version of looking at um, supporting people is helping them in the schoolhouse learn their lessons. Very often, people think of fortune tellers and the idea of fortune. Crystal balls. Yeah. Why do you suppose there is that whole um, merchandising, I guess, of fortune telling versus an empathic support to someone in their life skills? Well, I think because, again, historically, it was something that was um, counterculture always, and it generated things that people wanted and only the wealthy could have. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of where that piece came to it. Um, nowadays, and they I, wanted to use yeah, it. Yeah, was it to take an advantage yeah. of, and if I have the edge, I can do this and that and the other things. And it actually harkens back to the oracle um, in in Greek um, society, where you would give offerings to the the priestess, who would then tell you what you needed to know to maneuver in. Um, politics and your life and all of these things. So it, it's not any different than back then. And in the some Delphi ways. was often very metaphorical as well. Yes, yeah. very definitely. Um, but in today's society and in how I choose to look at it as more of a tool, um, more of something that will give you insight into your potentials, again, not written in stone, but definitely something to take and run with. Um, and for me, I think it is is part of life. I think it's something that's always existed. I think everyone can take advantage of it and should. Um, and how you choose to use it is up to you. If, and you give classes uh, to helping people tap into their intuition. I do. Um, and for different people, that can be very useful for themselves. Some people want to turn it into a career. Um to me, the more we get to know about this and the more we utilize it well, the better off we're going to be as a species is how I feel about it. But Well, empathic usually means empathy. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm hoping. Yes. <laughs> and, and I think the world certainly could use a lot, of, yeah. a lot more empathy. Yeah. And that whole idea of, of learning and our potential, I think, is, is what I keep coming back to and thinking about in right. working with you, is that we all have potential. How much potential we, we gain in life is really kind of up to us right. in terms of how much of our opportunities we want to take advantage of. Right. And, I, and the other thing with that is um, using potential to its fullest does not mean that you have to become the best at. It is experiences. It is about how to... Um, give yourself the best shot at your life. And that's what any sort of good informative psychic will give you or intuitive will give you, an advisory piece. Not, well, these are the lottery numbers and go and win. Um, because Maybe that, that would be good for you. <laughs> it, it, and, and very well. It, it, you know, there are people, I, I often see the lottery disaster stories, and, and it's true. That kind of, of power can be unpleasant instead of it being very positive for people. So it's almost to me like the difference of magical thinking. Right. That here's, you yes. know, X, Y, Z and magic will happen right. and poof right. versus you got a journey. Right. And there's Let's some tools. Let's take a look at the and what yeah. tools that you can have on your journey. Right. It's not going to make it either easier or harder. It's just a matter of how do you recognize right. and look at change and and really look within to find what is your spiritual journey? Why are you here? Yeah. What's the life lesson? Yeah. And your life lesson may be very different from the next person's life lesson. And comparing it gets to be absurd. Right. And I think that the oftentimes people equate me to magic, that somehow by having that answer, I can somehow make that happen for you. Um, which That's is nice, woo-woo. Yeah, I, I would love that. You know, if I had that little magic wand, I am not anyone's fairy godmother, uh-huh. um, as people learn quite to their disappointment. You can be very frank. I mean, you're, you don't oh, yeah. sugarcoat it. You, no, you, you no. share when someone yeah. needs to get off their yeah. butt, they yeah. need to get off their butt. And, and that is good. You know what I mean? That is something that everybody eventually learns to appreciate or they don't come back to me. Um, but there are points that we all need to know and tools that we need to learn and use. Um, and making resolutions. Yeah, I was just going to say some of this is resolutions are kind of what I do on steroids as far as I'm concerned. It's the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Mm-hmm. 
And I like to to say I'm going to eat healthier, but then I pass by the donut shop and I don't. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. But it's a great metaphor for what I do as well is I know I I can I have lots of access to people that can tell me how to do things well. I have to make the responsibility is on me to make that happen. And to do it in small doses is wise. To do it in large doses is, is better. Um, but hopefully I am a signpost to some of those good changes and positive outlets. And, you know, the idea of magic versus you still need to live your life. Right. I think is important because I think there's a glorified notion to magic. Yeah. And that, you know, it, it again, it's someone else's vision of what is supposed to be. Right. But if even if you achieve that, what you think society or your neighbor or your friend is achieving that you need to achieve, that might not make you happy. Exactly. And, and I think um, really what I offer is insight into yourself mm-hmm. and putting up the mirror. And there is certainly a, an aspect of something wonderful about that, but I don't know that that's magic. Right. Um, it's more like the point of it. <laughs> right, right. What, what's it's, the point yes. of your life? And, yeah. And How can do we you talk, play it? Yeah. And and uh, how do you look at when you know that you're procrastinating? Right. When you're at your bottom, you know, and you've hit the, the, the ground, um, you can hit the ground running or you can just wallow in it. And sometimes we have to wallow in it to move forward. But, but also this time of year, like you were saying in the very first segment, there is something inspirational about oh, the fires. Definitely. And there yeah. is something inspirational yeah. of the light coming back to us. Yes. That I think when we're in tune with nature and it can help teach us lessons as well. Right. You know, in some ways to me, winter is like a great big cozy white blanket yes. that I'm tucked under. Yeah. And that I have a chance to like dream about the possibilities. Yes. And there's lots going on underneath that snow. There's right. germination going right. on right. that we can't see, but right. it's it's all like a big dream. It is. And and there's a reason why the holidays tend to be generated around this time of year and why um, the the joyful, you know, rebirth is kind of all part of the potential of what we have here. Well, I want to make sure that our audience knows how to get a hold of you. So I'm okay. going to give the website one more time. Uh, ChristineIntuitiveMedium.wordpress.com. And quickly, the things that uh, folks can come to you to learn about, the um, past life readings, right. animal communication. Right. You can talk dream interpretations. Dream interpretations. <laughs> What's happening for the year to come is a big one this time of year. But you also go do corporate team readings and group readings and classes. Yes. And again, I'm going to give that website, christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. Thank you for helping us bring in the meeting. Thank you very much. I enjoy myself every time. It's a good year. Yes. Yeah.